0: Hey, what's up, Zookeepers? It's one of the Hollywood Kaiju bad boys, Brandon, here to let you know we got a hot new stinking episode with Jacob Lowry. Uh, Fun thing. We had like four cursed attempts trying to get this recorded and finally got this one done and it is worth the wait because it's a great episode. We talk about Godzilla Final Wars. We also spend a little time making fun of the fact that we mention our email at the beginning of each episode and never get anything in our inbox. So please email us if you got any questions, any movie recommendations, if you want to tell me how much I suck. Really, anything's good for me. Uh, and that email, again, is PodzukiPodcast at gmail.com. P-O-D-Z-O-O-K-Y podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. And also, follow us on any of those streaming platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on something else. It's there. Just get it. Anything helps. Let your friends know. It's a good time. Anyways, let's get to the madness that is Godzilla Final
1: Wars.
2: Render unto Gidro what is Gidra's.
1: Ten to one, he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels are steel since broke wheel, good wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all to the beat. Have a ball. Yo, listen up. Here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue film. And all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue like him inside and outside. Like this scene is blue and this scene is blue too. This next scene is blue, the one after that too. And this scene, oh, it's orange, but the one after that is blue.
0: More yellow, I'd say.
1: Yeah, well, you get the. Idea. I'm
0: blue da ba dee da ba da. I was gonna be like, I'm blue da ba dee da This
1: is Pazuki. Blue da ba dee da ba This is Pazuki. <laughs>
0: this is a great thing we should get into right away. Is I don't know if you guys know about Eiffel 65. I assume you're all Eiffel heads.
3: Oh, born and um, raised. Yeah,
0: but yeah, their their little dancing blue alien has like a name. Like it was a whole mascot that they had for their um their band. And I'm trying to look up its name. Somebody talked about it on a podcast recently, so it'd, it'd be cheesy. For I me could to probably. Go to.
1: I've got the page pulled up right now. One second. Yeah, I'm pulling up his name right now.
0: Um, it was the music video was made by Blissco employee David La Salala, um, so that's fun. <laughs> Where's this guy's name? I gotta, I gotta get the <laughs> alien's name. Maybe, maybe he's like a still okay, um,
3: stilted character where like he's tr- he's trying to hide his name, and that's like his whole appeal.
0: Okay, Zordel. Zordel. Zordel's the Zordel. Yeah, Zordle. that's a pretty
3: cute name. He looks like
1: one of the butt ugly Martians.
3: Oh no, he's you not know, that the unattractive.
0: Martians. That was that was the whole thing of the early 2000s where they thought they were going to have another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on their hands, but they just didn't get it.
1: It was really also funny. like one of those early like CGI animated shows that just looked like barf.
3: I, yeah. I think they were trying to. I mean, I guess I. Oh, I, I think they were trying to the play that up in the marketing because it's like, oh, kids like gross stuff, but it's like, no, this is just bad animation.
1: Yeah, yeah but it wasn't like Ren and Stimpy Gross, it was like uh burn victim gross. Yes.
0: Yeah. Which is kind of <laughs> sexy in its own way. Well, okay, I shouldn't go down. I'm probably gonna edit that out, but I'm the one fine.
1: who who brought it up. So
0: yeah. uh but let's get to introductions so we can get through that and then introduce our lovely guests. But I am Oh wait, I'm not, my favorite. Some of this podcast is this is the this is the fucking worst podcast. This is I like how last week I said I was the best and only podcast, and every other podcast is shit. I'm flipping the coin this week. We're the worst podcast. Every podcast <laughs> is better than us, even the ones that are about like I don't know fucking Inuasha or something. No, that's that's a decent anime. What's a really bad anime, guys? Seven Deadly Sins podcast recap anime. That would be better than ours. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we watch bad movies, usually about giant monsters, and we talk about it. It's called Pazuki. Uh, follow us on Friendster. I'm one of your co-hosts and one of the Hollywood Kaiju bad boys, Brandon Kirkman.
1: I'm another one of your co-hosts, Luke Evans Flip.
3: I'm uh, I'm your third co-host, Martin George Felschman. And oh my God, who's this over here? We got we got a special guest over here
0: yeah you might you might know him from the chicago comedy scene when it existed and then didn't anymore and thank god <laughs> uh he runs one of my favorite shows in chicago wet cash it's every friday but not right now because there's a pandemic going on um and uh used to have a really cool book club podcast but it's not around anymore i should have brought that up maybe but hey whatever <laughs> I like, I like both you and Christopher Rice a lot. So anyways, guys, it's Jacob Lowry. Put your
2: hands together. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for the introduction. I appreciate it. it was like, that introduction was like the eulogy you give for a kid who dies in like a drag racing accident.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's fitting because like it said, but it's also very cool at the same time.
2: You know, he was pretty mm-hmm. cool and had a good time. Everyone liked him a whole lot, but now everything's right. dead.
0: You know, the last thing he burned rubber, he just burned too brightly. That's the problem. Uh, we uh we had Jacob on this week because he, he told me he wanted to watch Godzilla Final Wars. And we usually have been watching all the Godzilla films slowly in order, and then we'll break to watch other movies. We're jumping out of the order for this one because I'm just going to get into it right away. This film came out in 2004, and it's probably the craziest Godzilla film. Uh, <laughs> like, I...
1: So Jacob's the reason I had to watch this fucking movie? Yeah.
0: Hey the, you mean the pleasure you got to watch this
2: movie? Yeah,
3: uh Jacob, uh, I, I don't do this often, but thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Yeah, you're a hero. Yeah, don't mention it, guys. I'm, I'm happy I could help.
1: Yeah. I thank you for probably about twenty five minutes in a two hour movie. Oh no
3: no no no. Yeah. There is an hour and a half of gold in this. Yeah. You trim this you trim this down. And you, you got you got a good movie.
2: It's like three different movies in one. It's a value. Exactly.
3: Time. It's it's yeah. And it's all it's the like best parts. Movies. They cut out most of the bullshit. Yeah. Oh my God. The only bad gotta...
0: part of this movie is when the credits come on, because I wanted more. <laughs> like,
1: simple as that. I, I didn't hate this movie. I felt there was a lot to enjoy to it, but it's a bad Godzilla movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah,
0: well, no, it's... It's it's a bad Godzilla movie in all of the right ways, I feel like. That's one thing I just... It's, we should just get into it. It's it's a very strange time in the Godzilla franchise. Since we're watching it out of order, this is after the revived like 2000-era Godzilla films. Which the last have, like,
1: Godzilla we watched was the one where he died, right? Yeah, <laughs> Godzilla go
0: versus to... him
1: yeah. yeah, that's like the... The where in the '80s they brought it back, where the only canon Godzilla was the first one. Yeah, and so that, that was the like things. the death of the original Godzilla. Yeah, and this um, is the second incarnation of Godzilla after that.
0: Yeah, it's where he was that basically that cute little Godzilla monster baby that was running around those '90 films uh, became Godzilla after the nuclear fallout of the Destroyer fight. And this, this is him. He's all he's had a real glow up, to be honest with you guys. You know,
1: the Godzilla in this movie, he looks like he's doing that racist Asian eye thing. Okay, I'm glad I mean, you
0: that? mentioned that because I also noticed that too. Huh. <laughs> the way he like kind of winces his face and pushes like it together, it felt very strange.
1: Like I couldn't ignore it. This is not the best designed Godzilla we've ever had.
3: It's It's not. But I feel like it... I would say it's the sexiest. I I feel like it's trying to exaggerate some of those qualities of the original Godzilla. Because this this is not a good, like, kaiju film in general. But this is the perfect, like... Okay, if you had never seen a kaiju movie before, but you knew about it through the ether, you would not expect it to be this fucking crazy. I had no idea where this film was going at any given point. And it just... Ooh, it's... Uh. I, I was looking over my notes I took for the film, and they are just a loose, loose collection of, like, horrible well, jokes. My notes
0: are just bullet points of, like, what is going on, who is this, why does this kid have chocolate over his face? Well, well,
1: well J-
2: Jacob, you
1: recommended the movie. What's your history with Godzilla?
2: Um, <clears throat> Godzilla rules.
1: Hell
0: yeah! <laughs> That's a good history.
2: Hell yeah! History I need. Uh, I used to watch. I'm throwing the, up the horns. Do you remember the animated series that was on, and they had the the Hanna Barbera one? Yeah, Godzilla, forty stories Godzilla. high.
1: That <laughs> one, where <laughs> where we get our the name of our podcast from.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, Godzuki. I like that a lot. I liked. I like the shitty Hollywood remix. I just I like a good Godzilla film. I like.
1: See these assholes. I want us when we get to it to cover. The American Matthew Broderick Roland Emmerich Godzilla, but they are completely against that.
2: I think, it's I think which I think is
1: chicken shit. Yeah,
2: it's fun. It's it has a little bit of everything in it. It has I'm, action, I'm not, has adventure, I, has genre. No,
3: I am not against doing it. I just don't want to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, because we originally it's made because, a suicide. So thing you're against doing too. it?
3: No, no. <laughs> like I will do it, but like I won't be happy about it. Like so, I understand we that we do, have like, to do
0: celebration, it celebration. Okay, like when well, they make a COVID nineteen like cure, then we'll watch it. Okay, so we're <laughs>
3: never gonna watch it.
0: Yeah, that's my excuse for it.
1: But we'll be. I, fair enough. We we're already like skipping over like what are we skipping? Like four or five movies to get to this one.
0: Yeah. So I to go over the exact structure if you guys would like. Yeah, that, go ahead. It is mm-hmm. Godzilla two thousand, which is the one. Um, that we're going to watch next, Godzilla vs. Megaris, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, and then Godzilla S.O.S., um, and then it's this film. So it is crazy is it, to think... like Is from, S.O.S.
1: where he joins the police and writes a song?
0: Yeah, that is the, the one where he joins the police. He writes a song. Um, it's hard the government for to play keeps a gig giving him with more Godzilla and more Godzilla money to become so militarized, and he can kind of just do whatever he wants. Um, <laughs> and then eventually, he just kind of, you know becomes the biggest budget of most cities in america which is the strangest part too but they keep talking about how they need anti-godzilla measures but they keep giving godzilla more money so <laughs> it's very confusing uh but yeah godzilla 2004 final wars the one we watched just for like some quick uh notes it was directed by Re- uh, ryuhi uh kitamaru who uh directed <laughs> famously uh, Metal Gear Solid: The Tale of Two Snakes uh, for all of the cutscenes, <laughs> tw- or I should say, in Twin Snakes. Twin <laughs> Snakes.
1: That was a- that was after this though, right?
0: Uh, I think it was a little bit before. It was I thought Twin Snakes was like Metal, 2002. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 2003. 2003.
0: Uh, 2003. I, have, I got up on my computer. I mean, I
1: 2002, didn't. 2003. They're kind of because you said 04 for this movie, but I saw 05 when I was looking up stuff about it.
0: I think 05 is when it released State site That makes sense. And uh, then he also directed The Loop in the Third live action film, I think, like in 2011 that no one liked. <laughs> um, and that's about it. Like, I, I do like this film director a lot, and we could start getting into the reasons why as we talk about it. Um, but we should just start talking about the film itself. Um, I think. I, I the just the description let's just go fucking nuts with it like whatever you guys want to bring up and I mean order, the the,
1: the very up. first scene I believe is one of those drill ships that we see like it's like it's like a spaceship but it has one of those like a teenage mutant ninja turtles style drill at yes, the, the tip yes. of it
0: yes Well I'm so glad you mentioned it it's actually called the Gotengo because it's from the 1950 monster movies in uh, famously battled with a few kaijus back then, so it's a little homage to the history of Godzilla. That's right, I'm a virgin and I'm proud about it. Thank you. <laughs> Virginity rocks, dude.
1: But it's them fighting the fighting Godzilla. Yeah. And they get him trapped in the ice like has happened to God like Godzilla's are wont to be trapped inside of.
0: Yeah, he really needs to stop going by ice so much. <laughs> yeah. Fucking idiot keeps doing this every fucking day. Yeah,
1: and it turns out that's a flashback to the president of this. And then we start we then we get the montage where they explain what the EDF is.
0: Yeah, the Earth Defense Force, which has been in a lot of Godzilla films in different forms and ways, but this time they've got a little mutant spice to them.
3: Oh yeah, they saw they saw the first yeah. X Men movie.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> They, this is definitely not like they saw X Men, uh, The Last Stand. They saw freaking uh, The Matrix. Oh, they they definitely they saw, they saw The Matrix. Saw, yeah, I want to say they also. Yeah, watched that's my Wild first Zero. fucking note
1: is that like somebody saw The Matrix.
2: <laughs> like they saw a little Terminator. There's a little Equilibrium in there too, because there's so many like oh. fights with katanas, and guns, which I like to describe as gun And, and
1: this, this is getting a little ahead of ourselves, but. Uh, What's the name of the... Captain Gordon. He's got a katana that I don't think he uses once in the entire movie. Okay,
0: here's the funny thing about Douglas Gordon, who is absolutely the best character in any Godzilla film. Oh, Captain American Stalin? absolutely, absolutely (laughs) laying down some big dick in Japan, so we salute you, Captain Gordon. Uh, But he constantly has a katana in this film, like he's going to use it. And he never does, but at one point he's attacked by a woman with a katana, takes it from her and instead of using it on her, he just punches her, and that's later in the film.
1: Well, it's also crazy. He had the katana throughout the entire movie, but I didn't notice it till like after they get him out of jail, yeah. near in like the last act of the movie.
0: So this is another great thing. I we'll get into this detail right now. He's played by Don Fry, who's like a famous MMA fighter, like yeah, the, the boxer. Yeah, he,
1: he's he, he's a bruiser type. The most, like, you look up barrel-chested in the dictionary, it's a picture of him.
0: Yeah. And uh, he was he was big over here for a little bit, but he was really big in Japan, which is why he got this role. Um, but the director liked him so much, he said, don't worry, you don't need to speak any Japanese. So in the original cut of this <laughs> film, not the one we saw, everyone's speaking Japanese, but anytime he has a light, he just says it in English, and they just put Japanese subtitles. Well, I don't know what that's version so, you and Martin watch, so cool. me
1: and Jacob watch it on Amazon Prime
0: oh nice is is it where it's the original well it
1: no tracks? it's they only have the english dub they don't have the japanese dub available at all for some reason i want
0: to watch that it disconnect was, i did so notice
1: bad. that he was definitely saying all his lines in english in mm-hmm. real time so somebody would say yeah. japanese to him and he's like uh whatever we'll just attack the damn thing
0: I fucking got an American flag and put it up in my living room and saluted it every time I knew that somebody would talk to him in Japanese and those, he would just respond back in
1: English.
3: Those grunts transcend well, language. He wasn't even language. supposed to
1: be American, was he? What's Was he supposed to be, like, Dutch or something? No, he's, he's just
0: a big fucker. That's all he is. There's no nationality to that.
1: He's a citizen of the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's it, definitely dressed like a... Like a Russian, yes. Like that fucking heavy coat he keeps wearing.
0: Yeah, and he's got like a silly hat too.
1: Yeah. Um, Is it too yeah. early for Mothru Paul's drag
0: race? Oh, this
3: whole episode has to be Mothru Paul's drag race. There's too much fashion.
0: Yeah, True. we're we're popping that jingle and we're just mm-hmm. talking the fashion right now. I'm also seeing if my cat Missy Elite wants to lay down on my desk. Right, I know.
3: I know I make this comparison a lot and I don't know if it's just a thing with uh Godzilla movies and just putting guys in white suits but there's another guy who's just like an alternate reality version of Colonel Sanders who's like mafia Colonel Sanders and he is the UN's yeah. new secretary. What is he? Yeah, with the dog. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's he's yeah, he's something like that, a UN secretary like something more like how cute it is! that This movie thinks the UN.
3: Oh yeah, the UN has any power any at all sanity. in anything.
1: Which I guess maybe yeah. that's a testament to Japan. Like if they, if the UN wrote Japan a letter, they'd give a shit.
3: Yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Japan cares. Yeah. Well, at least more than America. This
1: is such. This is such an early 2000s Japanese movie.
3: Mm-hmm. I kept thinking yeah.
1: about that movie versus.
0: Well, that, okay, so versus what I thought about for sure. Have any of you guys ever seen the masterpiece, and probably one of the best films ever made other than this film itself, early review, um, have you guys ever seen the film Wild Zero? No. No? No. Okay, well, we're going to watch that for Patsuki eventually now, because it's... who <laughs> oh, boy, you guys are going to love it. I'm not going to say anything about it. We're just going to watch that now, maybe even for the next episode. Hell yeah. It's... uh. Yeah, I can't get into details now, but it's a very insane Japanese film from like the early two thousands, uh, with the main stars being Guitar Wolf, a heavy rock band from Japan, oh. just playing themselves.
3: So. Oh hell yes!
0: Yeah, th- this movie's gonna fuck. It. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I think that's okay. that's gonna be the byline in a lot of quotes from this episode. <laughs> it's just this film has big fuck energy to yeah.
1: it. So as far as the story, we're past the flashback scene. We know about the Earth Defense Force, and there are mutants involved, apparently. Very loosely defined mutants, because it's never really clear exactly what their powers are.
0: It is to backflip and have big guns.
1: Yeah, to have, like... like, uh, Oh, we mentioned The Matrix, and I wrote down, uh, Matrix, if the movie had the budget of an episode of Angel.
3: Yep, no, that was very accurate, 100%. Yeah. They
1: definitely do that thing that, like, those wb action shows would do sometimes where you gotta have a fight but they your actors can't really do that film oh, them yeah. jumping over a stick then another angle they're ducking <laughs> under a stick but you splice them together really quickly so it actually looks like they're moving you yeah. know they're just doing one really simple thing
0: and like martin was saying we're gonna just gonna drop in and drop out of mothru paul's drag race throughout this whole episode maybe i'll do like a quick jingle blurb each time that's very annoying mothru's paul's drag race but, like, their outfits I want to describe as, like, a motorcyclist crashed into somebody going to paintball and was fused together by Mutant And that's just what they look like. You're
1: talking about the plastic armor? Yeah.
0: Yeah, for ones? sure.
1: Because there's also, they only wear it a couple of times, but there's also the Nazi Gestapo.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> weird black honest, and red uniforms. I, I don't hate the outfits. It, it looks stupid, but it also looks kind of cool in its own stupid way, <laughs> And the main character, Shinichi, were kind of introduced to, uh, who's, uh, he has that classic like reluctant main superhero star Will. of like, oh, I'm powerful, but I got to hold back for some stupid reason. Yeah.
1: yeah, they're having like a Squall-Cypher fight, right? The very beginning of the movie?
0: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a very good way of putting it.
1: <laughs> for those of you who uh, yeah. don't know, Squall and Cypher are two very lame characters in Final Fantasy Hate.
0: Hey. Yeah. The main characters. Yeah. Um. I am pulling up to like Shinichi's outfit when he's not in that is super Nazi. Like they even have. I just realized It's got an armband. Arm band. It doesn't yeah. have
1: any. It doesn't have an image on it, but it's definitely like reminiscent of a Nazi uniform. What <laughs>
0: if it's like a Godzilla head, but it's got like four arms going? <laughs> <on his head. laughs>
3: <laughs> four Godzilla. Um, but yeah. So
0: we're. Yeah. He is lucky. If you flip it another way, though, it's bad. Um. <laughs> Just a just a little Nazi symbol joke and Hindu culture joke. Uh, Did anybody
1: else find it weird that what's our main character's name Shinichi. Who's his rival?
0: Um, Uh, I forgot his name because he's he's such a throwaway.
1: You mean you did it not look like as far as their faces looked they could have been reversed because the other dude was more attractive than our main character. Oh yeah, Kiko. Punch boy
3: wasn't as good of an actor.
2: Hey, uh, I got a question. Yeah. Let me let me interject here for a second. Yeah. Who was that ex yeah. guy? What was his deal? Dude, he fu- oh. I can't believe that he's a musician. Yeah, he's so good. I don't understand oh. the point of him.
3: There are oh, yeah. so
1: many scenes in like that in this movie. movie yeah. where it's,
3: I, it's called world building.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the worlds made out of a giant stinky pile of poop. Yeah,
1: either a character would sho- <laughs> yeah. Either a character would show up, and I'd be like, "Who the fuck is this?" Or a character would show up, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're in this movie.
0: Yeah, I had to look up his name and see what he's acted in. The actual actor who plays X in this film, um, he is Kazuki Kitamaru, and I thought he looked familiar because this is a crazy little fact that's fun to get into. He was in Kill Bill Volume 1 as one of the bosses of the Crazy 88. Oh. Um, which is that pretty That is cool. fun.
1: Didn't the Crazy 88 have one boss? That one dude? The yeah, that's, dude? Him. Oh, uh, that's him. Oh, that's him?
0: Is that was he? Did he play as a bald dude? I gotta look this up now. The, this I is, feel like the
1: leader
2: of the crazy eighty eight was definitely bald. Yeah,
0: because he played Boss Koji. So I'm gonna look that up real hmm. quick.
2: Well, anyway, the best part of I think <laughs> the, I think the most relatable part of this movie to me was when X is doing that radio interview, mm-hmm. and they're asking him what his na- his real name is, and he's like, "Well, I chose X because you couldn't understand my real name." And the DJ is so dismissive; he's like, "Yeah, whatever," and just like moves on. Like, well,
1: right, because he was a
2: musician claiming to be an alien. Yep. He did, but he, it's so great that he calls him out for his bullshit. That's the most relatable character in this movie. It's like, oh. again, yeah, fuck off, man. <laughs> That's
1: got to be some kind of Japanese like musician statement or something. That's got to be some kind of
0: oh yeah. yeah that the could filmmakers of this movie
1: wanted to make anything other than a Godzilla movie. Yeah, they did
0: Definitely shows <laughs> they accomplished it. Um, yeah, the the guy who's interviewing X in that, by the way, is the director of this film. <laughs> it's his cameo, which I think oh, is great. Oh, that's so good! Man, that's a, fun a man just...
1: who has an axe to grind.
0: Yeah, <laughs> with his own characters. So I can't believe I had to put it fucking just to kind of aliens speed up in the this plot. bullshit um the 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 mutant organization which i believe is just called the m organization which is a stupid name uh they go off to i want to say a middle eastern looking place because we know because they put a yellow film grain over it um and they fight a monster doing a lot of backflips shooting it with cannons it's pretty cool was this like
1: is this a the lot. lobster monster the lobster monster yeah, and they it. go hey, lobster run. guy. Oh, it's so cool. I kept yeah. calling him lobster guy. <laughs> Sorry,
2: I'm a vegetarian. That's the <laughs> yeah, best, best
3: lobster. Oh god.
0: I wrote it down. And I love that they teleport it away so he falls to the ground like a fucking idiot. Because yeah. even the filmmakers, like, no dude, you don't get this line.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's why like they're about to make the killing killing blow on lobster guy, and yeah. then all the monsters, like all like a bunch of the kaijus from the previous Godzilla movies have been attacking places.
0: Yeah, and y- you'll notice we left that detail out when we were going through the plot because the film literally just throws it at you with no context. They literally cut scene to scene of monsters like attacking uh, all of the world, like you get Paris. Um, we're going to go through the cities, but we're not going to really spend time on them because we need to go to the scene with New York City no, don't, when yeah. Rodan right. attacks not You said it, so we got to yeah, talk about it dude. now.
1: I watched this scene like eight times. This is the first the few best... times to make sure that it was every single thing I saw actually mm-hmm. happened.
0: This is the best scene filmed in all of cinematographer history. If, I dare say this, if Stanley Kubrick saw this scene and he was alive, <laughs> he would take a knife out and carve his neck off because he knows he could never do anything this good. Oh, he,
3: would have, he would have destroyed the original negatives of his films before killing himself. That's how good this scene was. And the
0: moon landing he filmed. Yes, and he would, would have
3: admitted the moon landing was fake. Yeah. Well, we'll talk more because I got a lot to say about this. But let's, I,
1: I guess, describe the scene first. Should we
0: act out the scene?
1: <laughs> I, I don't. No, we feel should, comfortable be very racist. it. I can, I can, yeah, it's, I can it's, at
2: least try the voice.
1: No, <laughs> okay, no. Let me, okay,
2: you want, let, let me get a <laughs> hey, hey, black ma-
1: a, a black man in 2005 agreed to play this character. <laughs>
0: Which can only be described, and I'm being and generous, still as a flamboyant pimp. Like, there's no other way to put it. It's insanely offensive. Yes. It's There's nothing not Arguing offensive with... about
2: any of this.
1: Arguing yeah. with a police officer who is towing his car, because that's what police officers do, yeah. is tow cars.
0: So, the good news is... At this point in the episode, uh, you're gonna hear a pause and I'm just gonna play the sound clip of the scene for this episode, because you abs- you have to hear it. Like there's no other thing. We can't describe it. I need you to experience it.
1: Yo. Hey, man. Yo, yo, don't Come on man, I to be talking for five minutes. Five minutes, five seconds doesn't freaking matter, cause I'm gonna
3: bust
1: you up. I'm looking at a dead man.
0: I'm
1: looking at a dead man. Joe, what's up? Oh, come on. Put the gun down. No, no, see, it's too late for that. This here in a hand cannon. I'll blow your ass all the way back to Jersey. Great.
2: Go for it. Shut the hell up. <laughs> you drunk. Oh,
3: shit.
2: Hi. You shut the hell up. I'll
1: shoot him for us, then I'll finish it's you. He's big friend. He's headed for us.
0: Yeah, and at this point, everyone at home has heard it, <laughs> and you will notice it is super racist and it is a black man pulling a gun yeah. on a police officer, then him pulling a gun on him, and then Rodin, the giant. Oh, good, he doesn't
1: just pull the gun; he holds it sideways. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he holds it sideways. Um, and then Rodin flies by with a
1: shockwave
0: destroying almost all oh, of New York. Are we
1: not going to mention the homeless guy who was laughing about the pimp getting his car towed and about them arguing? The cop threatens to kill him, co- too. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm going to finish him, then I'm going to finish you, too. Like, he's
2: just a homeless wino laughing at you. Like, yeah, this okay, film made the, the, the cops too for the realistic. Like, Godzilla, <laughs> words, they were saying what they were saying then what we we're trying to say now they were 15 years ahead of what's going on in this country. And I think we, I think the weight of that can't be lost on us or any of the listeners. Right I mean, <laughs> the thing that
1: really clinches it is after Rodan just, shows up just, and they notice Rodan. Oh my God. Their hats fly off. Whistle sound. <laughs> and they make cartoons and make noise. <laughs>
3: that's so good what the hell
1: was it It like i was so confused there's like a there's like a like the kubler ross scale of of uh depression this is the godzilla final war scale of accepting that this scene is something that appeared in a movie
0: it's still not done for how ridiculous it is, because you'd say to yourself, this is obviously the most crazy thing I'm going to see in this film, is their heads flying off and making cartoon noise. But no, the car explodes, and then the pimp flies off the screen, <laughs> screaming as more cartoon noises follow his flying body. <laughs> it's, it's art. I that.
2: Honestly, it's, it's artfully done. It's, there's, it's a good approach. <laughs>
0: It, it's so good i just, i'm so glad that like we saw this film together. i don't know I, I
1: do feel convinced though that this that scene was not filmed by the director that was made I, by like a satellite team in, in like no, no 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 in no. Here's... Uh, georgia
0: Here's my theory. The the director made that scene and brought it to the studio and says, you let me make a Godzilla film or I'll fucking kill everyone in this room. And pulled a gun out and they all nervously signed contracts and then they let him make this Godzilla film. Alright. That's my theory. Oh man! So uh, yeah, that scene happens,
1: and <laughs> then the movie it, all, all it really does is introduce introduce us to Rodan.
3: It it doesn't just it doesn't just like, introduce us to Rodan. It introduces us to the idea that we're going to get attached to characters and then lose them.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, at that some homeless point, guy, I think I think that was the granddad from Friday, or the dad from Friday. Oh yeah, no, it yeah. wasn't. I was, I was making a joke. Oh, well, I'm gonna it, edit that say it, so you it don't was sound definitely racist. not uh, John Witherspoon. <laughs> who, who is uh, that actor's name? And he's a very, he was a very funny man. Yes, he was. He was also he was granddad on uh, Boondocks. Nice,
0: coming back soon. Excited for that, man. Yeah, I think, I think he down. actually
1: recorded some stuff for that before he died. Oh, yeah, sad. Oh.
0: Uh, Anyways, this film continues to barrel forward through every scene. Like, it's connected in some way, even though it's absolutely not. Well, I want to
1: talk about Rodan for a second, because...
0: (laughs) Let's talk about Rodan.
1: For one thing, like, okay, you first see him, and I think that's when you realize the quality of the special effects for the monsters you're going to see. Because he's largely early 2000s CGI, However, yeah. there is when he like, he lands, he lands on top of like a fake building and it kind of collapses under him because it's somebody in a fucking suit standing on an actual prop that's there. Like the scenes where the monsters are like somebody in a costume are great. But then when it's just dumb, shiny CGI, I fucking hated it.
0: Yeah. The CGI is so oh. <laughs> awful awesome in this film that it becomes amazing. I, uh,
2: I, don't know, I'm, I can't agree with that. <laughs> because,
1: okay. what me me or Brandon?
2: Uh, I think both you guys. Huh. Oh wow,
0: where, where
2: are you going with this? I'm just you know, I came into this movie and I made an agreement that I was going to suspend my disbelief for two hours and I was going to enjoy yeah. what was in front of me. And so I, I thought I thought it was a treat. I thought it looked good.
0: <laughs> I mean, the the monster fights in this film are, I think, really fun. I'm gonna say that for sure. Um, but I can't... I, I agree with Jacob hearing this now, because I can't be upset at this film. If you give me a scene a and flies by after people threaten to shoot each other guns and their heads fall off, <laughs> making a cartoon noise. It's the best film. It was film so made. fun. And the
1: movie never got better than that scene. That's my problem with that no,
0: scene. No, 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 no. It, it, here's my argument. Any scene with X is just as good as that. The, I, I feel is like This, at this least movie's mashed. very
2: confusing, right? This movie's very, very okay. confusing. because I only got a little high before and I felt like I was so high because it's so confusing.
0: Yeah, because they they cut scene to scene of like the world getting destroyed, and then every once in a while they we'll cut to like a plot point, and then cut back to the world getting destroyed. And one thing I thought that was a really weird focus is every time they cut to like Paris or the Middle East, there's always a scene where there's like a guy who runs into either like a a, a fruit cart and knocks fruit over, or <laughs> like a bunch of soda cans and knocks them oh,
1: over. Yeah. Th- th- that's a very like Michael Bay and. Sort of thing. The same with like the two to three different color filters they constantly use throughout the entire movie. Also, did Hmm? Did, did anybody else notice that the soundtrack was clearly something that came with the editing suite they used?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially like the last track they used at the end of the film for the credits, too.
1: Yeah, it's all just super generic. Like, action movie or yeah. romantic scene.
0: I do. One of the most charming things about this film is that every scene other than maybe when they're in an alien spaceship looks like they're like in an abandoned late nineties laser tag warehouse. And I really like that a lot. <laughs> I just really expect a bunch of kids to run in wearing vests that light up when they get shot by a, another kid wearing a laser and the other kid tries to cover it up. And he says, no, you can't cover that up. That's cheating. Um, that's the vibe of every scene in this film, other than when they're once again on the alien spaceship or in the Middle East, where they put a yellow grain filter on it because that that trope's been going for a strong thirty years now. It <laughs> seems like.
1: Oh yeah, they, all, they didn't do the whaler though. You know that thing. I like the anytime. Oh, the Middle East. Left. Yeah, yeah the, yeah, the homeland's effect. If you. Mm. Mean, yeah. Or, um,
0: South
2: Park has a really good version of that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, shout out to south park check it out it would have been On cool it would have
2: been cool if they used that sound effect like that like establishing every change of location no matter where in the world it was <laughs> but yeah, it's like it' like rainy Seattle and they showed that that would have been awesome <laughs> <laughs> if this made yeah. that
0: choice for this film i would have just accepted it too. yeah that, like, I, like, like, that okay. I think
1: that i think that gets to one of the reasons why i feel the movie kind of drops the ball because i wanted to be super self-aware and cheeky with everything but i feel like it doesn't do that enough.
0: Yeah. So many scenes, so
1: like, they just seem too serious.
0: To, like, kind of piece together the plot, the UN official is on an interview talking about his favorite dog, um, Clint. Clint. Yeah, oh. which, of course, you know, like, they spend so much time on It's like, okay, this is going to come back later. Well,
1: he brings yeah. it up, even. Like, yeah. oh, I don't get to spend much time with Clint. Like, yeah. who's Clint? Your son? No, it's my dog. Like,
0: it's, I mean, I would make fun of that not seeming realistic, but I've survived the 2020 politic rings right now, so it doesn't seem insane. It actually seems like what Biden's going to do Well, Well, let's,
1: let's talk about that scene where they're interviewing the UN guy, because I found it's so, like, it It just starts. Something yeah. else completely unrelated was happening, then you see this interview with a character you've never seen before, just so he can mention he has a dog named Clint. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, obviously, like, this is going to come up later, but it's also, like, if they were slightly more incompetent, it would have just been there for no reason. Just, like, we want people to sympathize with him, so let's say he has a dog that he loves.
0: Yeah. Uh, but at this point, they, at the end of this interview with the dog, they cut to that scene you're talking about where they're fighting. <laughs>
1: they were interviewing the dog. <laughs> <laughs> interviewing the dog. I mean, this-
0: <laughs> I would say that doesn't happen, but it kind of does later in the film. That <laughs> the, I, I can't wait to talk about the dog sound effects. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> they cut to the scene of the M organization fighting that uh, giant Ibera, kicking its ass. And he says, I'm a vegetarian. That's great. <laughs> um, the aliens appear, and that's when we find out that they are a peaceful group of aliens here to whisk away all of the bad kaijus so that we can come together as a united solar system. Um, if you've and they want to save
1: it. us from some other planet that's on a collision course yes. with Earth.
0: Yeah, cult, cult Goroth, or Goro, mm-hmm. or something like that.
3: So I, I, oh, I, yeah, do it's have, called I do have one issue here, or I guess one thing that I do think is just mm-hmm. hilariously unnecessary, where they go through the whole deal of, like, well, our name, you can't pronounce it in your language, so you just call us Exillions.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was weird because, like, the way it was spelled in, like, the subtitles, you'd think it would be pronounced Zillions. Yeah. But it's zillions because they have, it's just, their name is X. The X, yeah. like, it's like the Xians. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's trying like, to be like, yeah, it's like extrapolating the letter X into a actual word rather than a letter.
0: Yeah. And another thing, too, why this is all going on is, like, you know absolutely that uh, the commander or the head of the Exilians aren't going to mean shit because they never give him a name and his secondhand man is eating up way too much of the scenery and he's like, uh, yes, my name is X. And it's like, okay, so obviously he's going to kill this guy, take over, um, the aliens are going to turn out to be the bad guys because it's a Godzilla film and then this all happens,
1: <laughs> so... I mean, that whoever, like, the flashy exilian who ended up killing the main guy.
0: Yeah, that's it He's he he the star of the film, for sure. Like, he was my favorite thing about this movie. Would you watch just so an much X movie? I would, I would pay good money, upwards from anywhere from 4 to $5, to watch an X movie.
1: But he was so fucking annoying.
0: Him. That's the best part. That's he absolutely... Like, he
1: was like... Dante in the first Devil May Cry. Yeah, game, or no, he's the a little one. shit
0: sucker, and it's fun to watch. <laughs> like, he, there's later on when Godzilla's is fighting their main monster, and Godzilla's is winning. He's literally going like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and just like, it's it's so entertaining to me on every level of how they. I wrote think, this No, I, I
1: was very like this this not into his character. This
3: this whole movie, in every way, shape, and form, is kind of the perfect mid two thousands video game movie because the story, acting, and special effects are all on the level of, of a PS2 game.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. I can 100%. agree with
1: that.
0: Yeah, and then it's... As it keeps going to, and the plot keeps progressing, this is where it gets really hard to follow or describe the tri- the transgressions it goes through, but um, the X's exes, all sh- the exilians, basically start to take over all of the world leaders because they've replaced them with clones of themselves, which, in a very classic tradition of the Godzilla film, when they kill them, they turn into like giant bug mutants. Um, they also reveal that the mutants that have come to save the Earth are, I guess, half breed aliens too, that they can mind control, but they're still human. It, it absolutely makes no sense, but they. All of the M organization people are now being mind controlled by the zillions, other than the main character, even though he's a mutant. The two uh, female scientist sidekicks, and then of course uh, Captain Gordon. I mean, and Fox. Yeah,
1: you, you see, this is crazy because you like you just got through like the first two acts of the movie, we're in like the final act, and we're just now getting like so many of the other main characters.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, that's the, the pacing for
1: that's really strange. Um, like I was surprised that Gordon ended up coming back. Yeah. Cause I'm glad
0: because he, he's also great.
1: Yeah, me too. But it's always like, who the fuck is the main character of this movie? Yeah, because I feel like Gordon really has more of a place as the main character, but it's clearly supposed to be what's his name? Guy.
2: Yeah. Hey, who's uh, that she, one that's just a big B? Remember that guy?
1: Just a big bitch.
2: <laughs> no, a big B, like a big wasp. Oh, it's a. <laughs> The Is
1: the uh, the kaiju,
2: yeah, that guy.
1: There was like there was like a mantis bee.
2: He's yeah, he was like a weird
1: looking bee. You know, I thought that too. I feel like he must be one of the earlier kaiju from the other movies, but I couldn't think of what movie he came from.
0: Oh, uh, that's now? um, I, I think he's from one that we haven't actually watched yet. That's coming up. I'm looking oh. at it right
1: now. Okay, because I the... I know like they had Angoras, which for some reason in my in the dub, they kept calling him Anguirus.
0: Yeah, uh, well really the work. chocolate kid said it funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. the, the,
1: the shit-eating kid? Yes.
0: <laughs> it That's... looked like they did cover his mouth in shit, for sure.
1: I mean, it's just, he's playing with his kaiju toys, and his mouth is
2: covered
1: in it. Like,
2: all over it. It was it's real like... wet, too. It was wet, too. He was eating yeah. wet chocolate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This, this film has a smash. Johnny, if you've
2: been eating shit again, no. What yeah. the fuck did I tell <laughs> it was you? Wet chocolate. Calm down.
0: Yeah, it's wet chocolate. Um
2: I molded the little takes... shit
1: logs because you won't let me eat actual shit. This is uh
0: the film takes place in twenty forty four, so I think we're to believe that by the year twenty forty four we've advanced. Uh, candy and cookie technology to the point where we can now have wet chocolate available for any child to enjoy when they need to. No, that's a beautiful vision. Which for I the think future. is a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I feel like I hope we can reach that vision in the next twenty-four years. Um. Anyways, trying to get like this plot summarized, it's really hard. But they escape from the aliens, just like the main character. Uh, General Gordon, the two scientist gals, and a few of the other yeah, people. Yeah, the
1: alien uh, X takes control of all the mutants and the kaijus. Yeah. With the um, exception of our main character and Godzilla. But Godzilla's still unconscious. Right. At yeah. Point.
0: And I like that they don't spend a lot of time doing like a lot of false leads or like trying to waste their time. They literally just get in the, the Matango... And they start flying towards Antarctica, being like, We got to break this dude out so he can, like, fight the other guys. They get to Antarctica, they release him. Guygen shows up to kind of, like, try to fight Godzilla. Wait, I like you, this is also a very quick fight.
3: Do, do you remember how nonchalantly those guys in, like, the Polar Research Center were killed?
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot oh, that, about that. That too. lovely gay yeah. couple?
1: Yeah. Which is what I was thinking of them, like, I hope they're a couple, and I hope they're happy, and then they got killed, what? and like there wasn't even like a scene later on where they were like puffing their heads out of the rubble. like <coughs> whoa, that was loud, no,
3: they're just fucking dead, yeah. and they they know Gordon like they're they're friends or they're at least acquaintances,
1: yeah, I mean they were they were doing their yeah. job there, and it's not like they fought against trying to release Godzilla, they were like. They got ordered to do it, so they did it.
2: Yeah, exactly. It sounds like they died I happy. Did...
0: Yeah, they died happy. They did what they wanted to. Like, it's I mean, bad. except
1: for they went like, "Uh oh," as Godzilla this... was engulfing them in nuclear fire. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the one <laughs> I, bad part.
2: I, yeah.
0: Yeah, their death was silly, and that was fun at least. So, you know, it's well, it it's wasn't like Mel fun, Brooks.
1: It, it made me feel really bad. Well, Mel Brooks
0: used to say that, like if. If I see somebody fall down, oh, well, it's comedy. But if I get engulfed by Godzilla flames, it's a tragedy.
1: And yeah, that's like Shlemiel Schlamozzle, but I'm more thinking, like, I don't know. Like, if they like they seem like, okay, dude, it may, it, if, if they done something that made them look dickish, like they didn't want to let Godzilla out, then okay, kill them like that. Well, how about this? How about,
2: yeah. you know, they were vanquished to the Antarctic because they're a couple of violent pedophiles. I, I like don't that. like That's that. Think, of, think, but... think right. of them in those terms and then revel in their death. <laughs>
0: it's kind of like. Does that you help you? Is that a
2: good little... exercise for you? I think it's great.
1: I think I'm just going to keep pretending that the one dude was the rock.
2: Okay. I that'll help. That's, uh, that works too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ho- Hawaiian the rock is what I keep calling him.
2: <laughs> Ho- Hawaii rock?
1: <laughs> Hawaii rock. Yeah
0: um so yeah they get killed by godzilla i think it's kind of silly but it's also kind of sad um it's kind of like that song ironic by alanis morissette um godzilla fights gigan and i like that this is like a complete bitch fight like gigan doesn't even stand a chance godzilla literally just shoots his head off and gets on every single
1: fight that godzilla is involved in in this movie he's super Mm -hmm. op i even wrote down in my notes Godzilla is super
3: OP. Well, I'd like to remind everyone more craziness. What's OP
2: mean? Yeah. Uh,
0: I believe it means. uh, I was was trying to figure out a way to make it tied to wet ass pussy right now, but I can kind of make a good connection for what the Oak is Every
1: podcast is doing the mentioning wet ass pussy. It's a topical thing. Must be a little original here.
0: (laughs) have you uh quick side note did you guys see the video of them having ben shapiro as you read the lyrics put over the actual song of white ass pussy because it's really entertaining me
3: it, it is Nah, I, had to
2: mute that guy. I can't stand him i get too angry looking at his stuff now i don't think it's funny
0: <sighs> yeah i had to do that with elon musk like even just seeing his tweets pop up on my twitter feed got me so annoyed that i just blocked him because mm-hmm. i can't see that stupid shit anymore um Anyways, back to this film. Godzilla goes to New York to fight Godzilla from 1998's Godzilla.
1: Well, the, uh, that that's not even the first thing that happens. Like, don't they... No, he fights him in Sydney. Yes, because he destroys oh, he the concert him. hall. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. Which I actually had to look up. That, like, Godzilla was trapped in the South Pole, right? Yeah. I actually looked up the difference between the distance from the South Pole to Sydney, Australia. And it's just under 4,000 miles. And so they made, like, that trip in, like... What like five hours? Let's give him that.
0: Do you think in this film they didn't show, up but Godzilla has a giant jet that he can fly anywhere he wants? <laughs>
1: he's like he's got like like what Orion from DC Comics has, like one of those little stirrups he can stand in. Yes,
0: yeah, or it's just like a big ass <laughs> jet. I mean, guys, you might have heard of wet ass pussy, but have you heard of big ass jet? It's Good old badge. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, he totally fucks the, in Sydney, Australia, the Godzilla from the Matthew Broderick Godzilla's there, and Godzilla beats the shit out of him.
0: I This film, I just love how batshit crazy it is, because they don't ever explain why Godzilla 98's there, or if it's related to this Godzilla. He just fucking decks him, and then he hauls ass over to some, like, undisclosed <laughs> location to fight uh, Anagiris and uh, King Caesar, which... Weird choice well, I think it's for... supposed
1: to be him, them making the trick because Mike Hagar's ship is what was what I also call Captain Gordon because he looks yeah. like Mike Hagar from Final mm-hmm. Fight. But they're leading him to the alien spaceship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So along that way, he's just encountering all the other kaijus.
2: Are we going to rule out the possibility that Godzilla was teleporting? That's a good point. Because th- that's no, kind of what, what I thought was happening. That was my reading. Godzilla
3: on. definitely has instant transmission, yeah. just like Goku.
0: What if Godzilla's way of doing that is he gets out a big ass bong, like as big as a skyscraper in Tokyo? And the harder he rips it, the more faster he can walk. This is what he's gonna I, deposit.
1: I would love Dude. seeing that, but I don't I don't
2: think that's what happens. I want to smoke that bong. <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude. What if it was like the Flash but bong-oriented? That's a cool superhero. No,
2: yeah, that's a that's a CW uh, show in, I'd
1: watch. In yeah. Grand Orson's yeah. Earth 2, there's an evil version of the Flash where it's like speed that he injects, in, injects into his veins in order to get his super speed.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's kinda fun, but I like Big S Bong to give him his power.
3: <laughs> Wait, anyways, before we move on, Godzilla I, I gets... do need to I need I need to bring up something important. Uh there is a line uttered in this film which I think is pretty true to life, and I'm glad they finally officially said it in Godzilla Canon. But uh the uh, the main evil alien does at one point say, uh, and I quote, This Godzilla guy is one tough dude.
0: Uh funny thing, I, I think I Batman wrote that quote down exactly too. too. <laughs> <laughs> yep right here quotation marks this godzilla is one bad dude yep um
1: one thing oh, I no, noticed... you know what i did write. i don't think i wrote down that but what i did write down when was it during the final fight when they played that metal song with lyrics oh no
3: that that was that was during the fight with 98 yeah, godzilla. Fought,
1: yeah i wrote down supersize our
3: tragedy
1: <laughs> which was one of the lyrics
0: Somebody get Morgan Spurlock. Sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cancelled.
1: And then after that, it was something about the land of the free. But it was definitely like it seemed like a like protest rock song written by a Japanese person that doesn't know a whole lot about America. Only knows about America through like. 90 early 2000s no effects music.
3: Yeah, it sounds like they know everything about America. Yeah. It's like
0: a knockoff of rage against the machine, like Mad at Robot would be. The yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mad, Mad at, at Robot. Robot. <laughs> yeah. So Mad at Robot plays their song, Godzilla little fucking whoops ass, then he goes and he kicks the shit out of King Caesar. Is King Caesar the spider? Henry. King No, that's uh occurs, I fucking uh, with, hate that guy. <laughs> So that was a of all the fights in this film that was mm-hmm. the stupidest one where he like he would jump back and forth and then he would blow like a big golden web on Godzilla. I kind of
1: like that one though. It was like He gave Godzilla a good were, fight, clearly just like yeah. that. Yeah. That's not but how then, spider yet, webbing works.
0: Yeah, but then Godzilla kicks his ass and then finally he's ready to kick the last monster's ass um when he gets to tokyo basically they let us know that gorath is not a planet it's a monster they were summoning called uh, monster x i wonder what monster x is going to turn into eventually who knows so crazy man i Um, remember
1: reading the description and thinking like oh it could be this thing no they wouldn't be that stupid
0: yeah but they but they did they did well, yeah. the, okay. The cool thing I'll say about this is the Monster X first initial design is kind of cool. It's like a, if you combine Godzilla with King Ghidorah, uh, I mean, big spoiler, it's going to turn to King Ghidorah. Well,
1: he looks uh, like a Power Rangers monster. Oh like, yes. yeah, yeah. He has like,
0: like little heads on his shoulders too, but they don't look like real heads. They look, they look, like, look kind of like suit.
1: shoulder pads. they like, like, yeah, yeah. They were I mean, ornamental. They all, it also they were ornamental. Yes. Yeah, they also look yeah, kind of like a xenomorph a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. like a little bit. And then, why this ultimate fight's happening? They decide to go and invade the alien ship to get some reactor offline or some stupid shit. I wasn't really paying attention to that point.
1: Yeah, um, I I mo- couldn't
0: follow that part at all. Yeah, it, I literally do not know why they had to get on the ship. I and mean, We also skipped like
1: uh, main character having a fight with his rival, a motorcycle fight.
0: Oh, we forgot about talk, uh, talking about that part. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: There's a lot of backflips. Um, yeah, yeah, he he, eventually... he kicks him with a motorcycle.
3: Oh yeah, no, that cool. fucking whole like yeah. motorcycle knife fight was oh it was it was gorgeous.
0: Yeah. But they uh they get out of there, and this is when they finally do get to the ship to invade the alien one. There's like a force field guarding the alien ship.
3: Oh wait, wait, wait! So this is this is important is... for later. But we do need to talk about the uh, grandfather and grandson in the Japanese countryside who find Godzuki. Oh,
1: yeah, the people yeah, who kept this. showing up, and I was like, oh right, there. Yeah, in the movie.
2: yeah. That they... man who's trying to shoot everyone all the yes. time.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, the grandpa is, like... Out Wearing, like, weird bear him. pelt. Yeah. And he has, like, a little kid with him. They don't explain the relationship. I assume... It's grandson. Couples. He calls
1: him grandfather.
0: Okay, that's better. Um, it, could be they... name, <laughs> it could be a sex name, though. It could
1: be a sex name. could Yeah, that could just be the dub, like... <laughs> yeah, it, I shouldn't
0: joke like, about that, because the, kid, the kid's clearly a child. It's not like an adult, so I'm gonna drop that joke now, but... but the grandpa has a gun, and in every scene, he just has the gun. Like, he doesn't ever put it down the entire film. He's always pointing it at either Manila or somebody. He's also I, He I'm, also
1: becomes more normal, because he is wearing pelts. Yes. He's, he's, then he takes off some of the pelts, he, and then he's driving a his truck. His character...
0: He slowly evolves his, into a grandpa. His character
3: yeah. is 100% drunk for the entire film. Because do you remember when he very poorly explains like the bombing of Hiroshima to his grandson?
0: That part was beautiful.
3: He's <laughs> <laughs> just like he he was like, like Oh, um, there there was there was years... there was fire and it was so hot that it burned everything. And it's like
1: Oh, that's what he was talking about. I remember that scene, but I, I somehow I didn't Because
3: yeah. yeah, he said he like Godzilla
1: was really mad bad. at us because we turned the earth on fire. Yeah. Like, that's what they said in the version I watched. And, like, it, I guess I just didn't connect it. I did connect it to, like, nuclear warfare, but not necessarily specifically Hiroshima and or Nagasaki.
0: But they find Baby Manila, which is, like, the little Godzilla baby, and for some reason it has to get to, like, where Godzilla is. So that's another, like, B-plot. It doesn't
1: end up being so. important, though. Like, Minya doesn't stop Godzilla from killing a bunch of people.
0: Yeah um so we finally get to the point where they are in the gotango and they decide that they're going to drill through the alien shield to get in um they can't penetrate it at first with the laser that's at the end of the drill i forgot to mention that the giant drill has a laser on it Um, (laughs) sorry this is the film um a bunch of alien ships are flying at them and then the mutants are also trying to fight them because they're being mind-controlled for some reason, they never explain it, but the rival's, uh, the mutant's rival friend breaks control for a second so that he can fly a jet inside of the alien ship to destroy its force field that is literally almost seen by scene, the one from Independence Day when um, Randy Quaid takes the, the jetter.
1: Well, the yeah, jet but I also there. said like he was like kind of demoralized at that point, so I even said while I was watching, like that's just an elaborate way to commit suicide. Yeah. He was just killing himself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I mean, the thing is that, like, <laughs> in the end, really, I feel like suicide is painless, and like many changes are going. Love, yeah, love
1: that
3: hot timely Mash reference.
1: You're 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 older, so the younger people might not remember Mash.
0: Yeah, Mash stands. How can I make Mash relate to the acronym for white ass pussy"? Gotta figure that out. Ooh, uh, I'll engineer it as we go, and I'll drop it in. Later. The M yeah, anyway. stands
2: for musty.
0: Musty's good. Musty. We have A's for ass. Yeah, so A's, musty you know, ass. I, I
1: love. There's a song about ladies being horny. Yeah, I'm here for I, it, a, I think it's a, the word time. gushy that keeps get, that gets to me every time.
2: Ooh, gushy. Yeah. Hey, you should. Re- yeah. right rename the podcast Pod Gushy. I agree with Pod Gushy.
1: All we do from here on out What's is up, like gushy have gas also...
2: So, what do you think about?
1: wet ass pussy. I think it's I think that's uh, good stuff, man. Yeah. I yeah. think it's
0: great. I think it could be what saves this country to be honest. Um
1: I feel I'm like happy have... that it's
2: okay to talk about it.
1: Yeah, yeah I feel safe
2: finally. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to talk to all my coworkers about it and they keep changing the subject, but I just keep bringing it back <laughs> up. Now the female employees
1: cowards. keep making complaints against you.
2: Yeah, I'm just trying to talk yeah. about pop culture. I don't get it. Yeah, they're
1: just—they're yeah, <laughs> just, just not sex-positive. I'm
2: an ally. Um. Anyways,
0: to get back to the film, uh, because I can't—I can't figure out how Mash is. Gonna, viewers at home, tweet at us. How it, How can we make Mash work for white ass pussy? I'm gonna probably edit out so much of this part. Anyway,
1: hot lips. That was. Though she had that name for sexist reasons. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, uh, if, can we talk about the biologist?
0: Oh, yeah, we should talk about when they... Review, we forgot this scene, too, how they reveal that they're being mind-controlled aliens.
1: Yeah, um, well, when we first see our main character is assigned to be her bodyguard, and he thinks she's going to be, like, an old cranky man. Well, are we going scientists. back to the
3: beginning
2: of the movie?
1: But, I mean, more or less, because I, I want to... I don't so much <laughs> want to talk about the character. I want to talk about that red fucking jacket she's wearing through most of the movie. Because she yeah. shows up, she's wearing like a lab coat, and her hair's down, and she looks professional, but really pretty, and he says she looks like a model. So, so, fine. Then, throughout the rest of the movie, she's wearing, like, her hair's up in a ponytail, she's wearing a shiny, red trench coat, like a not a trench coat, like a duster style jacket. And she looks like a fucking model from 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go on.
0: <laughs> we need we need more.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I, I just... I hated that jacket, and I kept...
3: I wrote down I several times, jacket. like,
1: take the jacket off. It makes no sense. No, it's, so I think it's fine.
3: It's, no, it's, it's appropriate yeah, for the time was. period. Yeah.
1: I, it's appropriate for the time period, but it's something that was... It was ugly then, and it's ugly now.
2: Yeah, I mean, let's take a look at all your jackets.
1: Yeah, come
2: on.
0: Jacket police? I don't need this. <laughs> but you better
2: jacket off.
0: Yeah, nice. I Wait, was, you I guys was... ever think about... There's, a, there's an album that was called uh, Take Off Your Jacket. or uh, what, you what was t- take, take Off Your
2: Pants and, fuck and Jacket. Fuck that up from... <laughs> take
0: Take Off Your Jacket and Pants.
2: Yeah, I just... That dawned on me what that meant last year. Like, out of the blue... <laughs>
0: I was gonna try to get to a joke about that, but I fucked it up so monumentally that I just had to live in that truth for those last few seconds, and it felt like hell.
1: (laughs) I do. I remember also when I first found out that that was like a thing. It was like because when the album came out. No, I I knew about jacking off. I start. I've been coming since I was eleven. And I was probably like fifteen at that time.
0: <laughs> is, is, this a, is this podcast
2: now just cum town? <laughs> yeah. I feel like speaking of town, coming at eleven, coming do you think back. that grandfather was hurting that boy? <laughs> oh no. I'm gonna say, I w-
0: shouldn't, I I shouldn't have started this. I've opened a Pandora's box that can't be
3: closed. We're, we're, we're more, like at at more we're more like a cum municipality. We're not like here. a full town. Mm-hmm.
0: The Jackland <laughs> district. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll rename ourselves. Um Town. I think there is a Town. Jiz- 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 is there a
2: Jizburg?
1: Jiz- yeah, there's there's a Jizztown in my bedroom. Oh, there's just a new
0: Jizburg so. <laughs>
1: and my bathroom like sink.
0: Yeah.
2: And one of the stalls in the bathroom at work when I'm stressed.
1: And the cotton yeah. and, a, and my white cotton t shirts. Nice. <laughs> None of them are safe. Hey dudes
2: fucking nice guys. I just
1: want to say. Hey hey you guys ever jack up? You ladies might not get it, but you fellas get it. <laughs>
2: <You> fellas? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man. Hey fellas, this is it gay
2: to jack up. <laughs> I mean if you think about it like you're having to touch a penis. Yeah. <laughs> this is really, this is actually really good.
1: <laughs> I worked with when I was in college, I worked at the Walmart deli. And there was a like
2: a, an a, argument going. A on. A Walmart in Italy. A, a Walmart. <laughs> oh, Walmart. Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Walmart. Italy but they were, like an they were.
1: You know, I don't even want to tell the story now. Oh, I no, really I want to like hear how it. gross it is. As basically, okay, we just, gotta like, hear this. They were just saying that, like, uh, like they wouldn't have anal sex with a girl because assholes are gay. And my argument with them was like, well, you masturbate with your own hands. What's the fucking big deal?
0: I mean, that's a good
2: point. Yeah, I'm definitely on your side for this one. Yeah, I just feel like it's those guys those... are selling themselves short. There, that's an experience they're never going to get because of their close-mindedness. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: why limit yourself in anything?
3: Exactly. That's yeah. that's going to be a regret on their deathbed. I, mean... I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> Sorry, I
2: wish I'm I closer. tried anal. Oh, could you imagine scoring a little deathbed ain? <laughs>
0: Uh, how's the sweetest nectar from the most succulent fruit. Yeah, it is, man. That's that's the, that's the <laughs> way to go. Deathbed anal.
2: Deathbed anal. <laughs> this, is why we're, this is
0: why I we're think it's the probably the
1: dirtiest we've ever gotten. <laughs> I want. I want. am yeah. Even sorry. during the solo episode,
2: I didn't even start it. Let's just have that placed out on the record right now. I did not start any. Okay. Of this.
3: No, you didn't. But we are <laughs> yeah, putting man. deathbed anal on a t-shirt. Oh,
0: t-shirt.
2: Yeah, that, that. yeah Deathbed, we're gonna that we're, we're gonna put it in like sweet metal
3: inch, letters too. Yeah. It's got to look like a band.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'd wear that.
0: Ugh. Fuck, I'm writing that down. Deathbed angle. I only can't <laughs>
2: forget this one.
1: Okay, so so what's happened next? So Godzilla's. I can't remember where we in were in Tokyo, and he's fighting.
0: Let's touch on this one before we get to like the final fight. Is before all this happened, we left this out too. They reveal to the world that all the head figures have been replaced by the alien, uh, like, clones.
1: Yeah, you can by... tell because they don't fucking blink.
0: They don't blink, but also they have an interview with the UN guy again. And uh, one of the, the other scientists, who's the sister of the other scientists in this film, she's like, hey, I wanted to ask you about your dog. And he's like, sure, I'd love to talk about my dog. And this scene goes on for, I want to say, three hours.
1: It does um, go on so long.
0: But basically, it gets to the point where he keeps making all these wrong judgments, can't name his dog's name, and then she takes out this really cute French bulldog and says, like, call him over, it's your dog. And then she reveals, actually, it's not, you fell for my trick.
1: Well, first she makes him say, tells him the dog's name, and has him, like, praise the dog as his dog Clint. And then that's when she picks up the dog and, like, oh, you shouldn't recognize this dog because this is my dog. Their name's Candy.
0: But the one thing I wanted to touch on and why I wanted to mention this scene is the sounds that the dog are making in every scene they show it are some (laughs) Scooby-Doo-ass level sound effects. Like, it is one scene away from just being like, Ro-Ro! Like, it's so good.
1: Well, that dog is internet-ready. It's got a blep the entire time.
0: Yeah, it's a cute dog. Yeah, it's a cutie. It's It's a real cutie. Um, So they reveal to the world the aliens are bad. They replaced everybody. They have to fight the aliens. They get into the ship. After the friend sacrifices himself a la Independence Day, um, Shinichi and then X have their ultimate fight. They reveal that they're actually super mutants. Like, there's regular mutants. Like, the mutants mutants. are related
1: to the aliens in some way. Yeah. The Um, the, M-Base, I think, is what they keep calling, which is like some strain of DNA that... They have, the aliens have, and all yeah. the Kaisers except Godzilla have. Yes.
0: Right, but the main character and then X are actually mutants of mutants called Kaisers, which are super mutants, so they have a big Matrix fight. Um, at this point, too, all the other characters are fighting the other
3: aliens. The The evil alien guy, he's given his like whole big speech, because he just he killed like the entire crew of that ship, but kept all the main characters alive, because... Yeah. Because reasons. Yeah. Um I I was I was really hoping the film was going this direction. Uh at one point he says, like, Well you're you're all nothing but cattle to us, but you know, we're gonna need to move your numbers up and I thought in the last half hour this was gonna become like a terrible porn and I was really game for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it
0: yeah, well, maybe he just like really studied sociology effects and like what was going on in Japan at the time and their growing population. And they wanted to kind of help them out, be a good brother. <laughs> um, I
1: mean, it's also important to notice at this point, like every time they show like Earthland, everything is destroyed. So as far as we know, society's gone. Oh,
2: oh yeah, the kaiju yeah.
3: destroyed. Most, most people are completely good
0: dead. Oh boy.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's a world I want to live in, but I want to be one of the dead ones. Yeah. You guys doing okay? Just,
0: yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing good. I just thought about how cool it be to relax. Or relax. <laughs> I said it funny. Relax in a casket.
2: Oh, some re- casket. I got nothing.
0: It's like imagine a scene where there's like a dude relaxing in like a inner tube on a pool, but it's a casket. And I'm inside of it, and I'm a skeleton, and I also have a uh, fucking Hawaiian drink in my hand and sunglasses on, dude. Dude, that'd be fucking cool. That's
2: a movie I'd watch. Um,
0: I, I mean, basically, I want my life just to be the motherfucking share zone. Um,
2: oh, man. That's so,
0: yeah, it's, it's a good... It's a good be place. A number I'm one moving.
2: admin? Yeah. <laughs> that's also a good one.
0: Also, the big dog account right now has been pretty fire. Um, so they have their big Matrix fight. Shinichi kills X, but before he takes his last breath, he's like, I'm going to self-destruct the ship because this is a movie where this has to happen. Um, at this point, all of the main heroes that are still alive have gotten back on the Kotango. Um, and this is also another great scene that made me laugh very hard is the ship starts exploding. So since the main character realizes he's a super mutant, he just runs really fast to the ship, (laughs) (laughs) like really poorly done CGI flash effects. Finally, they get out. They witness the ship explode. Godzilla has defeated he ripped he ripped off all oh his yeah heads. he
3: he does it yeah, which, viciously it it's metal. so fucking good i
0: should also mention that mothra did show up at this point and fought gigan
1: who came back with
3: double yeah, chainsaw yeah mothra hands. Was in this movie yep. too oh yeah. the, the the twins <laughs> um, didn't
1: didn't mothra end up suiciding gigan yes, like uh, they were set aflame? flame the, yeah. the
3: twins are also introduced very early and then not brought up again
1: they show up, like, one more time, like, right before Mothra yeah. leaves Infant Island.
0: Right, and then all the characters look to the camera and they go, "In twins! Um, twins!
2: <laughs>
0: and then uh, Mothra phoenixes itself into a giant Mothra fireball and kills uh, Gigan. And then finally Godzilla kills King Ghidorah. We are at the end of the film. Um, grandpa and son, or grandson, show up and say some stupid bullshit. Um... Manila has grown bigger for some reason and runs towards Godzilla. Um, Godzilla's going to eat them, and then uh, Manila says, don't eat them, and then the film's done. And thank you so much for watching the best film ever made.
3: <laughs>
0: That's it. Yeah, <laughs> Insane. It, it, it was
3: pretty yeah. dumb. It was beautiful.
0: So, so I got to drink some water. I just I got a <laughs> dry throat from trying to go through all that as quick as possible.
2: You know what I'll say? Honestly... <clears throat> If you got a couple hours to kill and you're planning on, you know, twisting up a dube or ripping off a bong, do that, Mm -hmm. put this on. It's the perfect fever dream movie for just killing a couple hours while stoned, which is probably what everyone's doing right now anyway, right? Go for it.
0: Yeah. That's what's important. I wanna say that we're gonna come back and watch this film again when it pops up in the Godzilla roster when we're going through it again. But I think we should make a pact since we've already watched it that we have to watch it next time as high as possible. I can I can make
1: that promise. I mean I don't. Yeah. I guess I probably could. I was probably pretty stoned when I watched it before.
0: <laughs> well, if you were stoned when you watched that, you have to double that. I was not stoned when I watched it, so I will get very stoned the next time I watch it. I mean, I did. I don't feel like I left this movie sober at the end of it though, because the, watching this film was like at least taking a big fat oh yeah no.
3: Watching this movie is the most natural high
0: yeah yeah people by the end i was pretty
1: over it
3: no
0: let's get let's just get to the reviews yeah um i'm gonna introduce a new rating system just for this episode and then i think we'll continue ever but i want to say out of i want to say out of four godzilla final wars out of four i give this film four godzilla final wars out of four godzilla final wars it's It's perfect. Everything about it's great. There's nothing wrong with this film, and if you don't watch this, you should probably not be on this world. So so
1: this is a scale of one
3: to four.
0: It's a one a one to four out of Godzilla Final War know
3: No, I'll go ahead and why four? This movie four four wars. You know, four wars and seven fours ago. uh, Four wars. (laughs) There you go, Luke.
0: Hell yeah, dude.
1: Okay, that
3: that's, you, that's no, your whole thing? No, I was explaining to you. I okay. I enjoy this movie very much. I'm giving it four. It's not perfect. I'd say it's probably half an hour too long. If if you could trim off a little bit of the fat of this movie, I feel like it would flow together a little bit better. But it's so wacky and stupid and self-indulgent. And when it takes itself seriously, it's like, well, we're going to make this as cool as possible. And then it's so fucking lame. It's so good.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll... I'll give it a three out of four. Like, I didn't hate it, and there was a lot to like about it. That, like, like I said, I did watch that New York scene like four times, but <laughs>
0: it's so good.
1: No other part of the movie really hit that high for me. I was like, I have no real interest to watch this again. I will if I'm ordered to,
0: <laughs> by but, gunpoint.
1: Yeah, but it's. It's yeah, it's a way to spend an afternoon wall stoned. Especially if you watch it with other people around, I think it'd probably be more enjoyable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Three out of four. That's my final offer.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: I'll take it.
2: I'll tell you how I'm feeling, baby. Four more wars. Four <laughs> more wars. Four more, four wars. more wars. Four more wars. Loved it. Wars. It's, it's I loved it. It's I'll watch it again. I'll probably end up watching this again it's great
0: yeah i it is i think it's it's to be slightly honest for one or two seconds during this episode if you're the type of person who likes a campy bad film this really is like perfection for any of those types like if you grew up watching mystery science theater 3000 and enjoyed whenever they play really bad film this is the one to watch it's it's so stupid but it's so beautiful at the same time um but I think that's going to take us to our. I, mean, I, I, I do want to
1: say something that I didn't mm. say during my bit. The thing that really bothers me about this movie more than anything else is that this is the fiftieth anniversary movie for Godzilla, mm-hmm. and Godzilla seems so incidental. Yes. Like that—that that just bugs me. Like even as someone who, like, I think I'm typically the dissenting opinion even on the good Godzilla movies, like honor your source, honor the thing you're supposed to be honoring a bit, bit more.
0: Yeah. We've, uh, we've talked about this on previous episodes and I want to leave on this note before we go to stupid games is that this film featured Hedora in it briefly, which is the smog monster, which is probably my favorite bad Godzilla movie. That's also super fun other than this one. And I talked about the history of Yoshimitsu Bano who directed that and people hated it so much that he wasn't allowed to direct Godzilla films until he made enough money to come back in 2000 and buy a part of the franchise so that he could uh, basically produce some of the American Godzilla films. Um, real big pimp move, in my opinion. But he also was interviewed, and he said that he was glad to see Hidora in the film, but they should have given Hidora more parts. Can you just imagine the balls in this dude? I cannot get over how cool <laughs> Yoshimitsu Bono is.
1: If I remember, all we saw of that monster was it got thrown out of the ocean and then died by running into a building
0: yeah he literally was like cartoon style pushed against the building by his atomic ray for like a hundred miles it felt yeah. like um but yeah for a stupid game section we Quit playing stupid games Quit we went pretty long trying to figure out this movie so i'm gonna keep it short and i'm just gonna do i'm bringing back a segment that i thought was really fun that we should keep going which is how tall is steve beshimi we are once again asking you, how tall is Steve Buscemi? <laughs> uh, named named have after... Have we played this already? We have, and we did Steve Buscemi it's so already. great because I
1: can't remember what it was at all.
0: <laughs> yeah. So to, to warm us up for the first round, even though we've played this before, I'm asking you all, how tall is Steve Buscemi?
3: Uh, I, I think I'm going to guess what I probably guessed last time which is <coughs> 69 inches
0: right and last time we figured out that would be 13 feet so you're probably right but let's see what everybody else has <laughs> to say
2: I'm, I'm gonna say five seven i'm gonna go uh, 666 centimeters
0: Six hundred. uh let me look that up quick To feet all right <laughs> so just to be clear Martin has gone with thirteen feet. <laughs> no,
3: no, uh, I haven't. Jacob sixty-nine has to... inches is like six well, feet, or it's like five foot. Okay, something. Like,
0: all right, let's look that up. Sixty-nine inches to six feet. I thought you said something else, but
3: oh no, oh, oh, five, la- five la- Last time
0: I five feet and seventy-five.
3: La- sorry, uh, last time I said four hundred and twenty centimeters. I know where I fucked up. I'm sorry. Okay, that's
0: what I got confused about. Yeah, okay, that's cause... when he was thirteen feet. So, so Martin actually has said five five eight inches, basically, which is a pretty good guess. So I'm way up, huh? Um, Yeah, I, wondered, I was laughing because I Googled it. You're depositing yeah. the fact that Steve Bishimi is 21 feet
2: tall. <laughs> Prove to me he isn't.
1: That's <laughs> true. George Clooney gets on fucking stilts to do scenes with him. Huh? <laughs>
0: uh so guys i'm gonna actually even though martin gave us the joke answer he's the closest because steve bishimi would be five nine so he's five feet nine inches that's a good that's a good tall hunk of a man that's a good height
2: that's my height that's a solid height
0: yeah so this is what i want to do for this film he's an absolute unit he won over our hearts uh don fry who plays captain gordon how tall do you think he is
3: Ooh, he's six he's at least seven feet tall
1: I'm just gonna go an even six because I feel like I don't. boxer, but I also don't know what weight he was, so he could actually be very short.
0: So I'm going with prices right rules, where if you're a little bit under, it's better than going over. Uh, So Jacob, you've disqualified yourself and earned yourself a life of shame. That's fair because he's he's six one. That means that Luke has won this round. Yay! Wait, so
2: if I go over, I lose? Yeah, Yeah, prices right
0: rules. Not that you lose, but if somebody was to go So I'm under, a big
2: fucking loser? <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. Okay. Um,
0: I'm going to end on a, a fun one I thought about. Because he always... He looks kind of tall to me, but you can't really tell with how these movies are these days. How tall do you think Paul Blart Marl Cop is? Which would, of course,
3: be... Uh... Oh, he's six foot. Yeah, I'll say six feet.
2: Uh,
1: 5'10"
0: all right well once again it's gonna to go to Luke he's the closest Kevin James is actually five eight which is kind of mind blown to me he always looks so tall mm. I mean five eight's like it's decently sized but like I imagine he was like a six foot dude
1: I never really thought of as being tall but he he was in King of Queens with uh Leah ramini is that her name yeah
3: that sounds right
1: and she and she's really short yeah so he he's only like a little bit taller than she is.
0: Uh, But yeah, did you guys uh, have any other games you want to throw on the table or should we uh, get to the recommendations? Do you not
1: have a Ron Canada for us?
3: I could. (laughs) Who the fuck is Ron Canada?
1: Basically, Ron Canada is a character actor that we are fans of. He's appeared in one movie we watched, I think. Uh, I mean, we didn't, all, we didn't lots all watch of other it. other things that we enjoy.
3: We didn't all watch it together, but we've all seen Ted 2. He was the judge. I've not You've seen, seen Ted too. I've not You've seen, seen Ted 2. Ted I've not two. seen we Ted 2. we have seen Ted 2. We live Ted 2.
2: Okay, yeah, I recognize this guy.
3: He's a handsome man.
2: Yeah, he was the judge in Ted 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, So I've been mixing it up. We used to just do characters he played on a show and gave a few different names to guess what he was for the character. Um, But we've also been going through shows that he might have been in and to see if you think he actually was at one point a bit actor in it. Um, I present to you guys today. This is going to be a tough one because so many people were on the show and ran through the esteemed halls of that 70s show. At any point, do you think Ron Canada was a guest on that 70s show? Uh,
3: I'm going to say yes. I feel like that's that's a cultural touchstone that Ron Canada's hands have got to be all up in.
1: I'm going to say no, just because I don't
2: think he was in an episode. Yeah, I'm going to say no as well.
0: I'm going to have to give a point to both Damn Luke it. and Jacob on this one. Oh, because, of, of course, Ron Canada was not that. Can you guys imagine one black person you saw during the entire run of that 70s show?
1: Holy shit. Makes uh, you think, right? Yeah, it does. Hmm. I'm trying to think if there have been any, but I don't. I can't think of a single one.
0: So another television show that started around the same time that had many seasons that has enjoyed quite a success in America. Was Ron Canada ever in the show as a bit part actor in CSI, Crime Scene Investigation? Hell yeah, he yeah. I'm gonna say
1: I'm going to say yeah, yes on that. Be.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a giveaway, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's one of those shows, like, if you're a working actor, mm-hmm. you're in it. Right, it,
0: if you're just throwing Jim Gaffigan in multiple episodes, oh, yeah. you, you <laughs> could get on.
1: He was also in an episode. Jim Gaffigan was in an episode. Never mind. (laughs) Where
0: he plays like a child molester, right?
1: No, it's an episode of Law and Order: Criminal Intent. The real, like he plays a the runner dude who runs a crematorium, but he doesn't like doing it, so he hasn't been doing it, and he's just been giving people like fake ashes, like wood ashes and shit. Oh! Instead of burning their bodies, and he's burying the body, burying the bodies on some plot of land.
0: Ripped out of the headlines of Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Um, fun. So this is going to be the last one to see who gets the big mucho points um, because this, this is going to be another tricky one. Long going show had a lot of people on it. Was Ron Canada ever on the hit show? And Jamie Carbone's uh, favorite way to get off, Fraser. Hell yeah, he was.
1: Yes. I'm going to say no just to be the one dissenting opinion.
0: All right, the first person to hit three points wins, which is Jacob, because of course he was in Frasier. Oh, hell hey yeah. Guys, guess what? He played a judge. Oh This hell makes up yeah. for the
2: last segment.
0: Yeah, I think the height game is really fun, to be
1: honest. I mean, I genuinely, I already can't remember how tall Steve Buscemi is. So Yeah, I'm going to every it's episode. 5'9,
2: I'll never forget it. 59 59 baby give uh, me one more foot and we're sucking and fucking you know what i'm saying <laughs>
1: 510 do it again
2: yeah i like oh, this a lot. Yeah.
0: this is a real mm-hmm. horny episode yeah i'm going to put that that's going to be in the description at some some point
3: for this for sure <laughs> no let's 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 um, put that in there i bet so we yeah, could no, be rap... voted like a well maybe not america's horniest podcast but we get like some regions horniest podcast i
1: wonder yeah, like are they... there like podcasts that like People listen to if they want to, like, get chubbed up, like that a thing. Yeah. Probably
2: that's what she said, that Barstool one. There's probably some creeps that listen to that. They probably deal with a lot of weird bullshit.
0: I think we could definitely say we're the Midwest's most horny podcast, right?
2: Do you guys get a lot of horny emails from your fans?
0: I mean, in a way that if they never want to talk to us and that's what gets them off, then we're getting so many (laughs) horny emails.
2: I, I think we got a email
1: from a fan once. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was cool. They recommended some stuff. It'd be nice to happen. Uh, Email us at gmail. Yeah. Uh, we really would like it. Yeah. A lot. Anyways, let's get to those good old recommendations. Usually, we do uh, recommendations and plugs, but uh, we're still in COVID 19 times, so listen to this podcast. That's all I'm going to say for that. But for recommendations, I'm going to recommend if you have a little space in your backyard, get a Batman set. Play some Batman with a, a friend that you're quarantining with or a loved one. If it's just yourself, see if you can run really back and forth really fast and try to get it. And hey, if you don't have a backyard, and you don't have somebody to do this with, set it up in your bedroom and like try to get it like where you could go under it really quick and then go to the other side and play it. So that's my recommendation is badminton.
1: And if you don't like badminton, the like thing that they bounce around in badminton, it's called a shuttlecock. So that's pretty funny. That is yeah, pretty funny.
0: Just buy a shuttlecock. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know what? My recommendation shuttlecocks.
1: Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm going to recommend uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon. It's was on DC Universe, still on DC Universe, but it's also moved to HBO Max, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. It's one of the best Batman cartoons or just DC comic cartoons in a long while. It's funny, it's fun. All the characters are like believable and relatable. It's just real it was a really good show. Hell yeah.
3: Yeah. I, uh, I I guess yeah. I, watch I, it. I, yeah, I definitely will. I definitely want to check it out now that it's on uh, HBO Max. I uh, I guess I would recommend. I, I've been bored recently, so I reread uh, *Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas*. Hunter S. Thompson's still a really good author. Mm-hmm. Read read a Hunter S. Thompson book or article. Read anything from Hunter S. Yeah. Thompson
1: yeah his stuff's good
0: i feel like the the most funny episodes and the best ones we have which i feel like is this episode has been a very good one is the ones where i also have to edit <laughs> out the most
1: please uh, yeah, finally Jacob... stop telling your social security number every single episode oh yeah
3: brandon yeah, what's yeah, your social security number I... oh, no no brandon you've had such a no oh, <laughs> oh yeah. you've had such a good well,
1: run i was hoping you wouldn't do it when i said that but
3: yeah of course i had to do
2: uh, hey brandon they kind of started talking over you i couldn't hear that can you say it again Yeah,
0: so that is going to be... Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, Get yourself something good online. Uh, Anyways, Jacob, you can recommend... I should have explained, too. When we do the recommendations, you can recommend
2: anything. Okay, um... Like, TV, video games, a feeling, sports... Can I recommend two things? Yeah, of course. One is very stupid, and it's Bar Rescue. I've just there's like like five hundred episodes of it, and I've just been watching it on YouTube, over and over and over again. It's so good, and it really teaches you that, you know, running a bar. That's not just a business; it's also a science, and not a lot of people are good (laughs) at both. And it's just really cool to see. I love that. It is great. It'll rot your brain and warm your soul. So watch Bar Rescue. Um,
0: I just I do want to. Say this real quick. Um, Also might be something I have to edit out, but uh, I've been attending a few Black Lives Matter protests and marches. It's very important. We should have abolished the police. We should fix the racial inequalities we have in America. At multiple demonstrations, people have started chanting, shut
2: it down. Um, and then I will usually turn over to Barbara. I'm like, is John Taffer running? I, I've, I've um, had the same thought several times myself. And it's a moment that you have to be, <laughs> be serious, but you're also thinking about Bar Rescue. It's a confusing time. <laughs> that, was, confusing.
1: that was also a running joke on 30 Rock. <laughs> Shut it down.
0: Uh, oh, man. John Taffer, bless you. Mm-hmm. Um, also, be active in your communities. Stand up for what's right. and Don't let fascism take over America. And yeah, that's that's a good note to leave on. Yeah. I feel like. Um, Jacob, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you even more for recommending this movie because I'm going to force us to watch this again for sure.
3: Maybe a
2: third time. I'm recommending this movie
3: to everyone. Whenever we get back to Godzilla
2: movies again. (laughs) Thank you all for having me. This was a blast. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Totally. Thanks for coming.
0: Really great. But uh, we liked in the episode with our common catchphrase, (laughs) everyone knows and loves. And let's see if we can get it three, two, well, you're gonna like, you're the, gonna way like the way, fuck. way, way I fuck. It. I guarantee it. We did agree it. to the "you fuck" thing. <laughs> <Okay. That's true. laughs> I'm gonna remember it next
1: time. I, I mean, I no, I'm the one who always forgets it. Is it we or you?
0: We, I say the royal way, but then we decide we should say you. You're gonna like the way <laughs>
1: we're gonna like the.
3: You're gonna like the we way we fuck. You're gonna you're like. like you. You're gonna like the. You're gonna
0: like
1: the way we fuck. fuck.
3: I guarantee. I guarantee.
1: It. I think you's better.
2: Yeah, you you're gonna better. like the
1: way you fuck
2: you're gonna like the way you fuck I if it's, I'm, like I'm gonna like, like the way you fuck
1: <laughs> you know, like, you're gonna like if you're listening you're gonna like the way you fuck because listening to us is gonna make you fuck better
0: that is the best endorsement of our podcast and I think that's why we do have to say the you now mm-hmm. and I think I should go back to ending the podcast with Tracy Chapman's Fast Car Good night.
3: so remember when we were driving Driving in your
2: car, speed so fast, it feel like I was wrong. City lights, day out before us, and your arm filled like scrap round my shoulder. And I, I had a feeling that I belong. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs>